you know, and how many times have we talked to managers and go, I was so busy today and I got nothing done. Yep. Well, we paid you for that. <laughs> like they're, <laughs> they're giving you money to do this. And it's like, yeah, it's not, it's not effective. So. Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Marshall, what a pleasure to see you yet again. We're doing one of our famous back-to-back episode recordings. So, you know, um, I I love it when we have a little continuity between my outfits, frankly. Oh, yes, yes. And the fact that I think in all but one of our podcasts, I've worn the exact same shirt. (laughs) Uh, yeah and, and the wife keeps trying to throw it away the collar's getting worn on the end <laughs> yeah she's like i i could really dust the house with that <laughs> like no 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 this is you don't understand this is this smithsonian's gonna want this someday <laughs> it's, it's part of their iconic you know wardrobe it's gonna it's gonna be right there with you know one of one of elton's outfits uh, yeah it's gonna well, be- i i will say that i can't uh i cannot see the threadbareness on video so yeah that's beautiful yeah we don't have high def right Uh, yeah so uh so we're speaking uh what we call this episode like the lone wolf uh entrepreneur the lone wolf uh gig employee the uh yeah a man against the world uh, kind of thing so uh yeah what are we talking about today well, we've uh, we've talked uh, many times with many of our clients uh, about the uh, the good old Eisenhower matrix. This this idea that you can um, you know sort of popularized by Dwight Eisenhower that the important things are not always urgent. The urgent things are not always important. You know, some things are important. Some things are less than important. Some things are urgent. Some things are less than urgent. And you can sort of put that into a a little bit of a chart and say, you know, the important and urgent things, that's quadrant one. We do those right away. We're, you know, we're going to, we're going to fight that fire. We're going to deal with that crisis. We're going to meet that deadline. But then there are some things that are not urgent, but are very important. And so we're going to need to schedule those things. Those things are going to, somehow they, they've got to make it into our day. They've got to make it onto our calendar. I don't have to exercise today, but if I stop exercising on a regular basis, there's going to be some serious health conditions that happen. So it, I got to somehow make that happen. But that's quadrant two. Quadrant three is the one that everybody struggles with because um, it's not as important, but it's urgent. It's urgent. And I have so many uh, folks who uh, go through workshops with me and with you um, maybe they're a department of one, maybe they just are somebody that doesn't have anybody reporting to them. Uh, maybe they're like you and me, you know, just out here on our own working from home and then hitting the road. Um, I don't, I don't really have anybody to delegate to, but I, boy, I sure do want to stop doing these tasks that are not really important but they're urgent. They're, they're things that keep coming in, you know, reports that I have to fill out or I, I don't know what it would be necessarily for each individual, but there are things that are urgent and coming up on my radar and interrupting my day. And I just have more important things to do. So how do I deal with that? Cause it feels like I don't have anybody to pass the buck to. What do I do with those tasks? Oh yeah. Well, and, and to me, I think of this when I think about uh, rich people, 
And you think about the Jeff Bezos, uh, you know, the the uh, yep. the Richard Bransons, the Elon Musks, uh, you know, the Bill Gates and these guys. Yep. And all they focus on is the important and not urgent. So they're not putting out fires with customers and things like that. They're not they're they're not filing their expense reports, <laughs> you know. Like they're they, you know they're they're not you know you know collating and stapling the handouts for their next presentation. <laughs> yeah, they're just you know they so so by uh, by eliminating those quadrant three activities uh, yep. that, that that it's urgent but not important. Man, they're able to completely focus on the you know as Covey says right make the make the first things first right was make the main thing the main thing. That's right. And when you think about it, if you didn't have to, if you didn't have to think about preparing your breakfast, if you didn't have to think about driving yourself to work right because yep. you had a driver right you know how much more could you get done? in that same 24 hour period that we all have uh, if you if you were completely focused on the primary thing that's right uh, and so so all right so many of us aren't you know billionaires yet uh but we encourage all our listeners to get there and yep. so both of you and so the 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 conversation now is how do i incrementally get there uh, yeah. right what, what are the things i can do at this level uh, that would that would help me to to free up time to focus on the big stuff. That, that's exactly right, and um, and and maybe you you've already sort of uh, pointed out one there um, that uh, that we ought to maybe just go ahead and talk about. Um, the the example I think of is Steve Jobs and his uh, turtlenecks, um, and I believe they are, if I remember correctly, they are Izzy Miyake turtlenecks. He actually went to a famous Japanese designer. Who I recall um, did something with Pet Shop Boys, one of my favorite groups, top five, easily my top five. Uh, uh, the inflatable outfit. Anyway, point is, he went to a famous designer and had him uh, design and create uh, and make uh, like fifty black turtlenecks. He never had to make that decision ever again. This is what I wear when I wake up in the morning. I'm not going to spend any mental power or minutes of my day making that decision because I've got more important things to do. So maybe there are some things that we can just say, I'm not going to make that decision anymore. I'm always going to do it this way um, so that I can free up time to uh, do other things. Um, or maybe it's, you know, and I, I know you and I both do this. Um I'm going to pay somebody. I, uh, when I hit the road, I uh, get my printing done ahead of time. I do not spend any time at my computer trying to figure out, okay, I have to print six of these and these need to be double-sided. I have offloaded that responsibility to the wonderful folks at Minuteman Press in Richmond, Kentucky, super cheap and super uh, customer oriented. Um, Pete, I love you. I'll just go ahead and say that it's worth the money that I spend to um to make that happen so that i just do not worry about that anymore i'm taking that away oh no that's huge when you think about yeah some some minor expense uh yeah but it frees up a ton of, of valuable time happy to have that eat into my profit <laughs> margin i mean because it allows me to have that much more time for marketing for strategizing for doing a good job for my clients oh exactly exactly yeah you you know, I remember, you know, for years I had somebody mow my lawn 
Mm-hmm. And, I, and I absolutely love mowing my lawn. I, mm. You know, this gives me tremendous gratitude. Uh, and uh, but I found it was one of those things that I was uh, not necessarily the time, but thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, do I have gas? Uh, will the mower start? Right. Well, I, I'm only home one day this week. What if it rains that day? Yep. <sighs> yeah, yeah. You know. And so it was. Yeah, it was. I I found myself, you know, postulating about it and thinking about it. Finally, so I offloaded it, and and yeah, that helped tremendously. That's funny because I did the same thing. I was, in fact, when you and I met, I had uh, bought a house, and um, and I was not clever enough to say, you know, hey, my quadrant three activities are really going to get in the way, so I need to offload mowing. But I did have an elderly neighbor, and she came over and said, "Listen, you're going to keep this thing mowed, right? Here's my guy." And uh, yeah, sure enough, I was hitting the road so often on a regular basis that I I did indeed use her guy. So, nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes that works. I remember I bought a house in town, and when I, my, my first uh, house in the in the you know the the populated area, and the person I bought it from was a tremendous you know rose garden person. So there was oh. roses just pouring all over my house, and you know I'd never really seen one growing and so i just would get in the morning and leave and and they were just you know taking over the gutters and spilling out <laughs> the lawn and and i came out one day and there's these two little old ladies in my sidewalk and they're like excuse me do you do you do you live here yes do you own the place yes would you mind terribly if we pruned your rose bushes <laughs> we cannot stand you are driving us crazy <laughs> yeah yeah they, they walked every day past there and they were it was they were insane and so i'm like just knock yourself out and so yeah these two ladies just you know and, and people i got so many compliments everywhere i go in town <laughs> i went by your house your roses look amazing <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's a lot of well, work. you know me <laughs> yeah it's a lot of work but you know it's worth it you know the lord wanted me to have beautiful things yeah. oh, that's beautiful. so so yeah what can i offload right and we've talked about this before right with a website like fiverr Yep. Uh, F-I-V-E-R-R, uh, right? There's 250,000, maybe 300,000 people willing to, to you know, the, the smallest things, right? Edit a, a document, uh, craft yeah. a PowerPoint for you. And maybe you, you had a great idea, you spoke it into uh, a recorded device and they will transcribe it into, you know, documented words uh, for you mm-hmm. and, you know, for very little money. So, yeah, can yep. I get rid of those things and yep. just offload them uh, for just a little bit of cash? All right. Yep. So what else, what else could I do? So I, I think another one that you just uh, sort of uh, introduced there is um, things like AI, uh, uh, mm-hmm. things that automate what you're doing. Um, so, uh, for instance... Um, I used to spend a lot of time every day uh, sending out emails, uh, not every day, but every week I would send out emails to my clients, to uh, prospects, and it became very unwieldy. I was managing a list. I was also having to copy and paste the addresses and um, copy and paste the message and make sure that everything was formatted right and then send it again. And, and you know, it, it got very time consuming. So now I uh, use a service that automates that whole process, essentially. I still write it, um, and I'm not uh, totally satisfied with my results yet, but I will tell you it saved me um, hours per week 
uh, because I've automated the system. So that's a little bit of an offshoot of what we're talking about there. AI, uh, a lot of that isn't going to cost you any money. It's just figuring out how to use it to, you know, uh, collate, analyze some data. I'm, I'm not a fan of AI in the terms of preventing me from thinking. I need to be doing the thinking and putting some grooves down in my brain. But if I'm doing some tasks that are just time intensive, labor intensive, and it's just, you know, essentially busy work, it's got to be done, but it's just not important. Um, there's some things there that you could uh, use AI for, things like AI to, to automate those processes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's absolutely fantastic. And I use it. My, my rule is if I'm going to write something more than a couple of paragraphs, then I start with AI. I've got an idea, kind of like you said, right? I've, I've got an idea of what I want to say and things like that. But can I eliminate some of just the the, the process of getting it onto paper? Mm. And so, so yeah, that's kind of my, if it's a couple sentences, I write it. If it's going to be longer than that, well, let's see what the AI would write. And then, of course, it has to be modified just slightly. But, but yeah, it's got to be saving, you know, 15, 10, you know, an hour uh, on certain projects. Uh, just automatically. And, and sometimes it, it makes me look really smart. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> and I'm, I'm for that. I, and, and I, I do worry long-term, like if we always do that, are we, are we going to lose some ability to, you know, do some processing and, and analyzing on our own, but there's, there's just something to be said for the fact that we're, we're, we're kickstarting a process or automating a process mm -hmm. or, uh, so on and so forth so oh yeah it's like always having somebody there to brainstorm with who's really smart right and as long as you're brainstorming right i mean that's yeah. the thing yeah yeah they've read okay everything on the internet mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. they remember it all and i'd like to bounce some ideas off of that one yeah. and so yeah that that that's absolutely perfect uh mm -hmm. so what else can we do all right well so the the other one that uh that i i sort of toy around with is just the idea that Okay, you don't have anybody to delegate to, but but maybe you do. Um, maybe it's a peer. Maybe it's having a conversation with a colleague and saying, you know, here here's what I'm doing. Is there some way we can sort of share the the load or or you know pitch in with each other to to get some things done? So I I just I don't ever want people to feel like they're on an island. And and here's the example in our world. Um, I don't think I've ever started a project where I haven't said, hey guys. Uh, you ever done this? What would you do? And uh, gotten some, frankly, you know, uh, incredibly high caliber, uh, free advice, free consulting on uh, a project I'm working on. So, um, you know, that again, I could have sat there in a vacuum and, and done that, but getting somebody else involved and saying, you know, do you have a template for how you would do this project? Or, you know, is there something of yours I could harvest as we like to say, our old buddy David Kohler used to tell us, you, you know, a good consultant never steals, he harvests. So, um, you know, I, I often harvest from people way smarter than me. So um, I think there are some people that in a sense you can delegate to um, on things like that. Oh, yeah. Utilizing your network. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who are, who are the people in your circle? And hopefully you've crafted, you know, you, you've crafted a circle that's uh, but in my case, right, I'm looking for all the people smarter than me yep. and, and have them in my in my orbit. And then, you know, being willing to ask them, hey, you know, just like you said, have you tried this? And it's interesting 
it's something that people they enjoy it when it they're asked but people hesitate to ask yeah we actually think more highly of the person who says hey i've got this idea can you can you help me make it better yeah we think more highly of that person and yet we tend to hesitate to do it yeah which i find an interesting human dichotomy and, and just so we're clear that think more highly it's not like he's a pretty neat guy it's like we value that person more yeah, like even within a within a network like that, that person's more valuable on the team, even though they're the one asking for help. You know, that's just amazing. Yeah. So don't be afraid to do that. Yeah. 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 Or yeah. Or be afraid. But just push past it. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. We can't get well rid of said. the fear, but we cannot let it control our behavior. Well said. Well said. So uh, another one that I, I think we ought to talk about is just the idea that if it's a quadrant three activity and it's taking a lot of time. Maybe it's worth carving out some space on your calendar to see if there's a better way. So in other words, that's a quadrant two activity. That's something that would be, you know, it's not urgent. We're, we're going to have to keep doing this task. I could just keep doing it. But maybe maybe it's not so urgent that I come up with a better way. But man, that'd be important, wouldn't it? Like that would cut down on the task. It would take less time. So in other words, carve out some time to see if you can do any process improvement, any any uh, uh, better efficiencies, any more innovative way of, of uh, solving the problem that you're continually coming up against as a, a, a labor-intensive task that's, a that's again, not important but urgent. Um, spend some time uh, coming up with an, uh, an efficiency, an improvement that actually would make it take less time. Well, and I think of the the, the idea of, of batching, uh, and that's something I've been working to do. Uh, instead of jumping around, you know, to, you know, I'm going to work out, you know, I'm going to take this today's expenses and receipts and put them into my expense software. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to send out a, an invoice. I'm going to do that. Instead, right, waiting till, a, a, you know, a few of them pile up and then doing all my expenses all at one time. Mm. So I get in the flow, I get focused, I'm going through my receipts, I, you know, and I got everything out, it's all in yeah. the handy, and then I, I'm done, I wrap it up with a nice bow, I put it away, and now I'm done with that for a while. So, so that that that's a perfect example of how you're going to have to fine-tune this for you, because if I did that, I would never do it. I I, I have, I, I got in trouble early on in my career for batching, and, and right. realized that I, once I got to the batch, I would be like, oh, what did I do? Now, what what was the whole project that I was involved in? So I have to, and we've talked about this before, if it's going to take less than five minutes, just do it. That's mm -hmm. how I invoice. That's how I do my expenses. That's how, th those kind of reports like that. It just takes so little time. And I've got enough of a habit of how I do that, that I just do it in the moment and I'm done. Mm -hmm. But if that's not you, then man, I'd spend some time thinking about, okay, could I batch this? Could I, could I come up with a, a better routine? And and honestly, now that I say that out loud, Mike, really what I did is I came up with a better routine. I right. I figured out a way to, you know, I, I figured out how I could duplicate some files and do a copy paste so that my invoicing is actually pretty easy. Um, mm -hmm. And um, anyway, um, you, 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 it's, it's, this is only going to be a personalized uh podcast right all of these things that we're offering people to, tr to try out it's going to be you know what's going to work for you uh but but there it is there's another one mm -hmm. well i think it goes uh, you're exactly right it has to be personalized it has to work for you um 
one of the, the exercises that we've we've had folks do is is just to keep a a running list for a for a, an average day. Yep. What am I doing in 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 fifteen minute increments, ten minute increments, and and just you know because you you don't remember you know yep. you, you you know and how many times have we talked to managers and go I was so busy today and I got nothing done. Yep. Well we paid you for that <laughs> like they're, they're giving you money to do this and it's like yeah it's not it's not effective so so it's only by making notes and then you go back through and go okay what which of these is a is a quadrant one it's urgent and important it was a firefighting thing i could i have prevented from ever getting to that level yep uh, and then yeah what's a quadrant two which is the main thing and then quadrant three it's a, it's a, it's urgent but it's not important how much of my day did i spend on that and then start looking for the ones that that, that can be handled in a different way yeah perfect perfect well I've got one more. Do you have any more ideas? I've, I have one other thought. No, no. I'd love to hear your thought. Um, stop doing it. What? That's my idea. Yeah. What? Uh, just quit? Yeah, just quit. And uh, I'm not you know, a quitter. I, well, I, <laughs> I know you're not personally, but maybe you should be. Um, the The idea of uh, pruning, right? Uh, and, and we've uh, maybe talked about this on the podcast before, but the idea of pruning is... Not that you knock off the dead branches, right? Um, those are the quadrant four activities, right? They ain't urgent. They ain't important. Stop doing it. But the quadrant three activities, um, some of them have a use. You know, they're they're less important, but they're they're important to a to a degree. And and that's that's what pruning is really about. You you of course get rid of the dead branches, but get rid of the good branches because that gives more resources to the best branches. The ones that are going to produce the most flowers, the most fruit. So get rid of those dead branches, sure, but get rid of the good branches because the the best branches are going to flow. And and again, if you say, whoa, 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 my boss is not going to allow me to not submit that one report that is essentially busy work. Okay, I get it. Go try out our other ideas. But there are some things on there that I think you'll be surprised when you say, you know what? I just don't know that it's going to be value enough. Yeah, there will be negative consequences, but not enough to matter to to be worth it to get in the way of the quadrant two time that I could be spending where I, I could be working on some really value added things that move our business forward, move my my career forward, et cetera. So, so just go ahead and give yourself permission to say, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to stop doing that. Yeah, That's it. Right. And I've and I've heard stories from managers where they just quit sending, you know, the this right. report because they they firmly believe no one was ever looking at it. Right? They weren't <laughs> looking at this email that they sent. You know, they were required to send every week, and so they just stop sending it and wait. Yeah. Like nobody ever said anything. <laughs> so maybe it was you know you know management uh, above them. It had made a decision just by their behavior that this wasn't a priority, yeah. uh, but they hadn't told anybody. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that judiciously, you know, you know, careful. Uh, but yeah, yeah, let's, let's, let's test some common knowledge, uh, right? Common practice yeah. that maybe, yeah, nobody cares anymore. Nobody's going to miss it. It's not serving a purpose. Yeah. Can I just yeah. stop doing it? Can I quit? 
I, I think that's a great caveat that, you know, you do this judiciously by doing a short-term test, but yeah, I mean, maybe it just doesn't need to be done. So I, I will say to give a little bit of a teaser for our next episode, um, you know, try out all these ideas. If you're a manager, uh, the, all of these ideas probably in some degree apply to you, uh, you know, uh, uh, pay for it, uh, automate it, you know, use, use some sort of system, uh, look through your resources, uh, try to do some process improvement or just stop doing it. All of those ideas, they're great ideas. Um, the, the other one that often comes to us is, well, I, I do have direct reports I could delegate to, but man, I mean, they're busy. I just, they, they don't have any time for new tasks. We'll mm -hmm. cover that in our next episode. Cause that's a, that's a really valuable question. And it's got, uh, it's got some pretty solid answers. Oh yeah. And I appreciate where the manager is coming from an empathetic point of view. That's right. You, you know, I care about my people. I don't want to burn them out. I don't want to run them off. Yeah. And so their, their concerns are legitimate. And we want to talk about, all right, okay, how do we do this in such a way that maybe it's actually more engaging uh, for those folks? Yeah, it, it's going to be a, a great podcast. So, so tune in. Awesome. I love it. All right. Speaking of love it, you know, he loves the podcast. Uh, take it away, Mr. Wolf. He's probably one of the two listeners. He, he probably is. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> And that's it. Join us next time when you'll hear Mike say, well, I'm sure he'll say something pithy. Don't miss it. Next time, it doesn't take a genius. That's good enough.